You're listening to Focus on the Bible. Hello, friends, and welcome to Focus on the Bible. A longtime friend and supporter of Focus Evangelistic Ministries has written in and posed a great question about the judgment involving the sheep and the goats in Matthew 25. Let's get into it and focus on the Bible. Matthew 25 and verse 31 through 34 says, When the Son of Man shall come in His glory, and all the holy angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. And before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And He shall set the sheep on His right hand, but the goats on the left." Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And so in this judgment of the sheep and the goats, there are the sheep who are being rewarded by the Lord by entrance into his eternal kingdom. Why then are they rewarded? Well, here comes the description. Jesus says to the sheep, I was a hungered and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in, naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. And so this is a great question, huh? Because we have some some fundamental problems here if we think that these sheep are saved because they worked. So the very gospel is at stake in how we understand this judgment of the sheep and the goats. First of all, in understanding Matthew 25 and the judgment of the sheep and goats, let's remember that Matthew is not about the church. This is a very Jewish book. About the only thing said of the church in Matthew is when Jesus says there's going to be a church. I will build my church, Jesus said. But you don't go to the book of Matthew to find out the future of the church and the prophecies about end times. You would go to the church epistles like 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 to find the Bible's word on what's going to happen to the church. But this book of Matthew is a Jewish book, and when it speaks about prophecy, it's referring to the coming of Jesus to the world as king. Number two, let's remember this. When the events that are described in Matthew 24 and 25 actually occur, the church has already been removed by that time by the rapture. The order of end-time events is like this. There are three great big things, and these big-time end events come in this order. First, the rapture of the church, when all the saved living in the church period are released from earth, and we go to be with the Lord. And then on the earth is this tribulation time, 
That's when God poured out his judgment on people who didn't believe in Jesus and who were left behind. After God pours his wrath out on an unbelieving world in the tribulation comes in the third big time event, and that's the kingdom of God. We call it the millennium, the 1,000 year reign of Jesus in the world. And what we want to see is that the events in Matthew 24, and specifically the judgment of the sheep and the goats, happens not to the church, but it happens at the end of the tribulation. Matthew chapter 24 has a couple of markers in it that we can see that this is a description of the tribulation time. Matthew 24 verse 6 speaks about wars and rumors of wars. Verse 7 says, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There's famines, pestilences, and earthquakes. Now, most people mistakenly think that those are signs of the rapture about to happen. It's not. The rapture already has happened in Matthew chapter 24. Those are descriptions of the seven years horrible tribulation in the world. There are two markers that identify this as the tribulation. One is in verse 14. Here we go. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So this gospel of the kingdom is the gospel Jesus preached in the world. He was offering his kingdom, but Israel wouldn't receive it, and they crucified him. Now we're preaching the gospel of grace, the the gospel of Christ, which is an offer to anyone in the world to be saved by believing in Jesus. That gospel of the kingdom is going to be preached again during the tribulation, and that's what Matthew 24, verse 14, is about. So it marks this as a tribulation description. There's another description of this gospel being preached during the tribulation. I want you to see it. It's in Revelation chapter 7. It's about the 144,000 who are going to be sealed by God to serve him during the tribulation. Revelation 7 verse 4 says, I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Well, they're sealed for service. These people know the Lord, and they're going to preach the gospel during the tribulation. The result comes five verses later. Here's what it says. After this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. So these are people evidently who are reached by the 144,000 who were sent out by God preaching during that awful seven years of tribulation in the world. Now, there's another marker in Matthew 24 that clearly identifies this as something that's happening during the tribulation. The church is gone in the world. The church is with the Lord in heaven. But on the earth, 
During the tribulation, verse 15 of Matthew 24 happens. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place. What is that? It's a dead ringer for what's going to happen during the middle of the tribulation. The Antichrist, the wicked one, is going to enter the temple of God in Jerusalem and demand to be worshipped as God. Daniel spoke about it in Daniel 9, and this is a clear marker that Matthew 24 is about the tribulation time, and there's no question at all. Now, let's move toward the sheep and the goats. With the tribulation now ending, Jesus takes his throne. The kingdom of God is about to enter into the world. Matthew chapter 25 now, and verse number 31. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory, and all the holy angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. And before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. When it says the nations appear before Him, this is not like geopolitical nations, it's the word ethnos in the Greek, ethnic. It means all people groups, all races, or all tribes. So all the people stand before the Lord. And he separates them, not nation from nation, but all the ethnic groups are separated into only two groups. You're either a sheep or you're a goat. And so the sheep are on the right hand of Jesus as king on his throne. Now I want to go back to Revelation 7 and read the description from the Revelation about the sheep. It's a very clear description. Verse 11, he says, And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God. Verse 13, And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve Him day and night in His temple, and He that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. So there's John in the Revelation giving his description of what he sees at the judgment of the sheep and the goats. And here are the sheep who are easy to identify, right? They're wearing white robes and they're all over that throne. And they're just itching to serve the king who's on that throne, the Lamb, Jesus Christ. And so dividing them is going to be an easy matter. These are saved. They're the redeemed. They're wearing white robes. And to those sheep, back to Matthew chapter 25, Jesus rewards them with entrance into his kingdom. And he says here that they're rewarded because they have served the least of these Jesus's brothers. They fed the least of these. They gave them water. They visited them when they were sick and in prison. So we have some identifications to make then. 
Who are the sheep in the sheep and goat judgment? Well, the sheep are saved people who were saved during the tribulation time. They were reached by the 144,000 male Jewish eunuch preachers sealed by God to preach the gospel. And who are the goats then? Well, they weren't believers. They weren't believers, and they end up separated and cast away from God forever. Well, who are these people who are called the least of these, and they're called Jesus' brothers? Well, obviously, friend, that would be the 144,000 preachers who reached these who are now robed in white and serving the Lamb. You see, these people are not saved because they served. They were saved because they received the gospel. They believed in the Lamb. And because they believed in the Lamb, they wanted to serve Him during this horrible seven years tribulation. You see, in that time, those believers are galvanized together. There is the Antichrist in the world making treaties, breaking treaties, causing wars now to happen, and now demanding that he is God and he should be worshipped as God. Well, these saved people, they know the truth. And they're galvanized in their purpose. They're not wishy-washy. Now, doesn't it bother you sometimes today, probably in your own church, there are wishy-washy people who don't seem to be of, of a godly purpose in life. I mean, that's not what they wake up in the morning to do. But not these sheep, not in their time. It's clear to them who they are and what they're doing, and they know the Lamb, and they know the enemy of God in the world, and they serve the Lord, and they are given the award of the sheep, and they enter into the kingdom of Jesus Christ in the world. And buddy, they are around that throne and glad to be who they are. And they worship Jesus Christ and they serve him any way they can. During the tribulation, they took care of those preachers. They were believing that message. And these preachers who couldn't buy or sell, who didn't have the mark, who were being thrown out and sought after by the enemies of God, those sheep took care of the ones who were bringing them the gospel and they enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. This episode is a production of Focus Evangelistic Ministries Incorporated. For questions or comments about this episode or another biblical topic, you can write to us at Focus Ministries Incorporated, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, freddiecoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.org. We hope to see you again for next week's episode, a focus on the Bible.